Welcome back to the Rebel Ed Podcast. I'm Jackson Kane, and I'm alongside Connor Salmons. In today's segment, we interview the head coach of the Lady Rebels volleyball team and a star football player at South Gray. So without further ado, episode four is coming right up. For today's first interview, we are joined by the head coach of the undefeated Lady Rebels volleyball team, Rick Moyer. Thank you for joining us. Yep. Hey, thanks. It's cool to be here. You guys are doing a great job. It's fun to listen to what you guys have every week, diff- different people. So it's awesome to be here. Thank you. So we'll just have you uh, first start off with talking about how the league tournament went. Oh, league tournament, tough teams there. Several are ranked in the top, you know, whatever in the state. And there's, you know, we have the 1A Division two. We have a couple teams in that that are ranked up high. And we have... Uh, in our division, they're ranked. Mead is in 2A, so it, it was going to be a tough day no matter what. And t- when you want to win a volleyball tournament, it's got to be your day. I mean, man, you, you have to play all these teams head to head. Someone's hurt. Someone's not having a good day. It's, yeah. it's it is what it is. You got to keep keep moving forward. So uh, it was a tough day, and uh, we struggled bad at times. And you know, we. we we came out on top, but man, there were some good teams, good competition, which is good. We love we love to struggle; it makes us better. Yeah, um, at the league tournament, um, you never lost a first set before in a volleyball match. But at the league tournament, it was the first time you ever lost your first set. Uh, what were you telling your team going into the second set against Mead? In yeah. the was it the semifinal or um, that was just that wasn't that wasn't pool play. Oh, we, yeah, we yeah. had just played them. Tuesday night, and we went into three with them there, but you know we lost the second set. Losing the first set, man, it was like whoa, and, and it was hard because we played and then we stopped, and then the game, the games before us went into three, and the girls are yawning. We were ready to play, and I thought, oh boy, here we go. But we missed six serves. Basically, all I said was, seniors, you've got to make your serves. There's two seniors that missed two each, and that was the difference in the game. We lost by a couple points, so. We just needed to start playing our game, and and uh, and they did. They turned it around. So yep. that's that's pretty much what I told them. We just need to make those serves, and you know, and then we we kind of got rolling there. What did it mean to you, you and your team, on winning the league tournament? Because when was the last time South Gray has won the league tournament? Well, I looked at the banners in the gym, and there was 2008. So it's been 15 years so wow. since. Wow. So it and it's so hard to do because, like I said, it's got to be your day. Last year. Um, we did well, made it to the finals. Meade had the game, you know, the, the game of their life, the day of their lives. It just they went through and they beat everybody. They almost lost. They barely made it to the playoffs, and they ended up winning the whole thing. They just had a great day. And this year it was Buckland. They're number eight seed. They come through, beat Meade. They beat Spearville, and then we had to play them, and they were just on fire. They were just having a great day. So I was like, oh, you know, it was. Not the kind of thing you want to have to try to do is trying to stop a team that's having you know a great day. So, but we were able to do that. So that was awesome. It was, it was a pretty cool feeling. It was one of our goals just to win league, and uh, uh, we actually did it. Yeah. Two thousand and eight was last time you guys won the league tournament. Do you know when? Um, what your guys' best like overall record is throughout the entire entire season? You know, I I looked that up. A while back and I, I don't have the records of everybody because it's not like it's written down anywhere it's because there's been several different coaches you know we don't have a 40-year coach like Mark Applegate <laughs> he's been here he knows exactly he can remember the yeah. year and how they did and all of that stuff so I, I don't know uh, for sure what the what the best is I would be lying if I told you I was 
uh, for sure. But 33-7 and seven last year was pretty good. Um, so I didn't think that many teams would ever be able to uh, do better than that. But yeah, we'll see. With sub-state approaching, uh, where do you guys rank going into sub-state? And I guess where do you rank statewide in 1A? Um, so if you look on the coaches poll, I think we're number one. But what a coaches poll is, basically they send it out to the coaches and say, who do you think is best? Oh, so yeah. That's just all in your opinion. Like you say, South Gray basketball, yep, they're, they're good. You know, so it's all in opinion. They, they want you to vote on a team you've never seen. If you look on Max Preps, or they go on by basically your RPI or who you've beat and who they've beat. So was it a good win? And I think we're up top on that one uh, and for, for our division. But that's just – that doesn't get you anything because you're ranked. It's just – I don't know. Some people t let it get to their head. We, we know we have a lot of work to do. So, What, what teams will give you uh, some tough competition at sub-state? Uh, every team. We, uh, so everybody was thinking, man, you guys are hosting sub-state. Well, that doesn't get you anywhere because a couple years ago, I think it was during COVID, we had sub-state. We were number one uh, seeded team coming in. We had to buy the first round. And uh, every team there we had beat twice during the season. And that was the worst we've ever done in, in our, in our sub-state. Um, we didn't even make it to the finals. The only year we'd ever made it to the finals is the year we hosted and we, we knew we had beat those other teams. So it's got to be your day. Don't, nobody cares what you've done in the regular season. Yeah. If you don't, have, you don't come to play that day, you're going to go home. So, I mean, there, South Central's in it, Skyline's in it. I mean, anybody. If anybody's having a great day, it, you know, it, that's just sports. That's just, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. As of now, which team has played you guys the closest and hardest? Uh, I would say Meade. Meade is really good on defense. Thank goodness we don't have to play them again. Uh, they don't let the ball hit the floor. They have a really good player, um, Carly Martin. She was really good. Uh, Spearville's good. That's always a close game. Uh, Buckland, we got to play them tonight. They're, they're playing really well. Every, all season I've said Buckland is a really good team if they can just you get it together, and, and, and they proved that on Saturday. So we've got to come play them tonight. We play South Central tonight who we'll also see in our sub-state, and they're a good team. Uh, you got to come to play in our league. If, if you don't, you're going to lose. So uh, we'll see. Well, so you mentioned that uh, girl from Mead. What are some other players you guys see that um, uh, make it really hard to play defense? Um, well, Sydney Jones from Buckland. We couldn't stop her the other day. We just had to weather the storm until she got to the back row, and she still got some kills. She's really good. Olivia Stein from um, – Ingles, she's one of the top players in the state. Uh, if you look at her stats, uh, it, she is really good. We couldn't, we played her at Mead uh, last Tuesday. We couldn't touch the ball. She was hitting over top of our, and we have a huge block compared to most, and uh, we couldn't really stop her either. But we just had to get her in the back row and make a run then. So uh, there's there are some really good players in the league. Spearville has two big middles that we have to try to shut down too, and it's. Every team's got some good players, so it, that's what's cool about our league. It's you're, you're going to face competition no matter who it is. Yeah, with um, home games being hosted at South Grade tonight, then we got Sub State later on. Um, do you have any good volleyball chance off the top of your head? <laughs> I don't. I just hear noise. I think I just think it was awesome that, that you know we started getting some people there to watch, and I don't have really good ones because I'm usually coaching, and I didn't even know you know I don't even listen to that stuff, but. I don't know. Just make it up. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so South Gray's our volleyball team. We've kind of been in this situation 
um, a couple years now where we're having a really good record, you know, uh, and going to Substate. What advice are you guys giving uh, your players so far? Well, I told them the story how just because we're hosting doesn't give you an automatic berth to state. You have got to come to play. I, mean, I think we're working harder now than we did in the beginning of the season because we kind of have our – we kind of know how to do it, just the regular stuff. And now we're working uh, just to get a little bit better, you know, with Clara and uh, Jasmine. I call them the trees. <laughs> Vi, Allie Reed, you know, I bring them in. And, okay, you're good at blocking. Now let's get some kills out of you. And they're working so hard. And, and they'll turn around in the game. And the things that we've worked on, even Lakin had some really good shots that she changed up her shots. And um, she's not the biggest. But, and they turn around and point at me like, yep, coach, we worked on that. So that's what we need. We're, we're just working hard. I, I, I told them the story, hey, just because we're hosting, it, it, it's tough. And you've got to come to play. So it, it's nothing is uh, taken for granted in, in this thing. It, it's, it's, you've got to come to play. Did you start working Kaylee into the kill mix? Yeah, she had a couple kills the other day, and that's always exciting. When, when she was in junior high, she was she was a swinger, you know, a lot, and she'd just swing all the time. And uh, now she doesn't get a chance very often, but it's pretty cool when she does. So, yeah. are your players um, feeling a lot of pressure? You know, like thirty and zero, undefeated. Is there a lot of pressure? Like we cannot lose this game, or are they still just? Have you noticed a difference? Um, you know, there's. I think there's some like, man, I don't know if we can go undefeated this weekend. You know, from the from the beginning of the season, we've never talked about being perfect. We never talked about going undefeated. We said, play your best, be a good teammate, and uh, and then we go home. You know, and that's all. That's all I ask them to do. And and so far, it, it, it's we don't focus on winning. We focus on playing our best. And uh, we get the 25 first. That's awesome. If not, the sun will come up tomorrow. We've got to get better and we move on. So. Our focus isn't on winning games. It's just playing our best, being good teammates. And if you watch this team play, they, you don't even know what the score is. If you didn't know what the score was, you wouldn't know by the way they act on the court. So that's what's, that's what's special about this team. Even the bench, you know, you have Gentry, um, Lindsey, JC, whoever is over there, they're always just in. And I throw them in the game sometimes, and they don't know. And it's just like, okay, they need to change it up. I need to break or something. So. Um, it's it just their mindset. It's it just a, just the group is just a special group of young ladies. Yeah. How much playmaking is involved in volleyball? I see every once in a while, you know, a player will hold up a number behind their back, and then it seems like they do something after that. Um, so, what do you do in practice to help prepare for these games? So, volleyball used to be when I first started here. You know, um, they just set high outside or wherever wherever they put the ball, and and we run them basically the same thing as a college would do. Uh, if you watch Vi and Clara and some of these others, it's on, everything's on the fly. It's like an audible. But when we see that pass go and Vi will run in front of the setter, behind the setter, quick, you know, whatever. And that's, that's what makes it fun for them because the other blockers are just not sure where to go because we don't do the same thing every time, um, especially if we can get our pass. It could be in system, which would get the pass up to the net. So, oh, yeah. And, and we can go. And we can watch and see what they're going to do, and then they celebrate. If you ever want to see a cool celebration, just watch by. She's crazy, you know. And she's, that's the most fun to watch her celebrate. And you know, she's she's having a lot of fun out there. She her motor doesn't stop, and you know, and then she's kind of our leader out there. And she's the one that likes to run the different plays. And you know, sometimes we hit it in the net or hit it out of bounds. But that's how you that's how you get better. From the start of the season. To now, what are some of the biggest improvements your team has made? 
I think we got better at passing. Um, and like I said, our, the, the, the Clara, the, the Jasmines, the, you know, people like that, they've gotten better. They were in there basically for blocking. And I knew every week we got to get a little, couple more kills. Lakin has gotten so much better. She was probably, I think against me, she had probably the most kills. Um, but she's 5'6", and just there, she's really good at defense. And uh, it's hard as a sophomore to come in with all these older players. And, and, you know, she struggles at times, but the older players just, they don't get down on her. Like, come on, we got this. And you just got to work through it. And that's part of it. any sports. You guys have played sports, you know, whether it's golf, basketball, you struggle. And how are you going to overcome that? Um, so I think that's really helped us out, uh, being able to pass. Um, we struggled a bit in the beginning, but that's just part of the season. You know, you, yep. you get better as you go along, you hope. Yeah. Let's shift directions a little bit. Um, could you tell us how you first got interested in volleyball? Yeah. So I was probably 13 years old, 14. Uh, my sister and her boyfriend would go to our youth group and they would play volleyball. And they had to take me along uh, just because my mom said, here, take him along. And that's how <laughs> I got into it. It was my sister's boyfriend. In the, uh, you know, went, they would go to the church and we'd play volleyball. And that's kind of how I got involved and he kind of started taking me along and then played in high school and then I went to college he actually the same guy they, they weren't together anymore but he was down at uh, college and I went down there because I knew him and started playing in college and and that's kind of how it all started oh yeah and what ways has a game from when you first started at 13 years old changed the where it is now well, you know, I think it's grown tremendously. You know, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I played in high school, and there's you could play volleyball any night of the week. Come to Kansas, and it's like, where's the volleyball at? You know, but it's growing. Um, it's huge. I think it's the number one participated sport for girls in the country. One, you know, for men, it's growing. It's growing because it's it's easy. The girls' teams all have nets. All you need to do is buy a t-shirt and you have everything there. So a lot of colleges are putting it in, high schools are putting it in. So it's just growing. You saw it, what they did at Nebraska, 92,000 people that in that was, stadium. Yeah, that was insane. Most, you know, and it was a volleyball game, but it's, it's Nebraska, you know, so they're huge. They're, you know, and that's just the game. I mean, you can be, I mean, I jump in at practice. I'm 52 years old, overweight, out of shape, and I can still play for a little bit. That's what's fun about volleyball. So, uh, you know, it, it's changed. I think it's growing. There's you know, any time I think there's 10,000 girls playing club volleyball in the in the wintertime, you know, we have some girls doing it here. They'll play their basketball. They, never, they don't miss basketball high school season, but if, after their game, they'll go on the weekend and play a couple tournaments just to get a little bit better. It's fun. You know, they, they enjoy it. Uh, play with other girls in the league. Uh, Kaylee has played with some girls from four or five different schools, and it's just fun. And then you get to go play against them. It's just, it just, you have one chance to do it when you're younger, and they do it. So that's the club volleyball thing and just the sport is growing it's just fun to see what it's, what's happening to it yeah did you play volleyball at a collegiate level then i did it was a eastern mennonite university it's in virginia same town as jmu harrisonburg and so i went down there and i played as a d3 schools ncaa sport i mean so it was official um so yeah we weren't the greatest we were just starting out i think i was the first four-year player at the school and they're still playing today and um, so yeah, and it was funny because when it was just starting out, there was only like 10 or 15 schools on the East Coast. And so they put a league together and they put us in with Penn State. 
they were a D1 school. They were defending national champs, and they had to come to our gym. And it was it was it was probably about the size of our gym uh, here at here at the school. And yeah, it was crazy. It was loaded. There was people there from all over the place, standing room only. And here we are playing Penn State. So. And they were defending national champion. They have all Americans on their team. <laughs> and we were just like, it'd be like South Gray playing KU. That's how huge of a mismatch it was. But it was, we actually, I, I, I don't know if anybody here, but I did show it in, in math class one time. Uh, we took the lead at six to five and our fans started chanting overrated. And then they got upset and then they, they uh, took over. But <laughs> it was just funny. It's just like the game when you're a kid you know, you're out there shooting baskets or whatever you're doing, like the game of your life, you know, that, that was it, playing Penn State, and, and it was cool, but um, yeah. For so, some reason, I thought you played at Penn State. No. Because you're always a big Penn State fan back in math class and stuff. Yeah, I just like Penn State. I don't, I don't know. There's so many colleges in, 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 a, in a place like that. There's so many different towns in each one, but I never went to Penn State. I just always liked them. It's like, you know, there's no really rival in Pennsylvania. You know, there's kind of pit. Penn State, but everybody just likes Penn State. That's why I'm neutral in the KUK State thing because I'm a Penn State fan, and you guys can fight it out whoever <laughs> likes it here. But other than that, uh, Penn State game, do you have any other uh, memories from playing volleyball in college? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of things we traveled. We didn't have much money as our, as our, as our, our we were starting out as a team, so we didn't have a huge budget. So every year on spring break. We would go and we would go to like New York. We'd schedule games and we would have to work. We worked for like a church. We'd work and they were rebuilding a church or building a church. So we'd work all day and then we'd go play games at night. We'd stay in uh, people's houses from the church. One night we slept in the church. Uh, we went to uh, that was, we went to Massachusetts one year. The next year, probably the most memorable is when we stayed in the Bronx in New York. And I'll never forget, there was a, we were just walking around and of course we were, we didn't know anything about the city. And I remember us standing there, we were looking for this place that we were staying at and some guy walks over and says, what are you guys doing out here? And we're like, well, we're looking for a place. He goes, look over there, you see that gang over there? He goes, you better get out of here or you're gonna be in trouble. So, because then we got back to his house and he said, I was standing right at that spot and someone came after me with a shotgun at the top of the, the steps and he had to like fight him off and go. And, and then we were, we were kind of nervous. My friends had to stay in an, an on level, like ground level apartment. And uh, they were, they didn't sleep all night because there was cameras. We were, what are these cameras for? Well, it was kind of a bad part of town. I actually got to stay in a place. It was like three stories up. You had to like push a button to get in. And you can look out in the street and see all kinds of things, hear gunshots at night. So those are the things that I did. Those are, those are memorable things that we went and just uh, uh, did. So that was, that was fun for me and my teammates just to experience that. Was that the last time you went to the Bronx? Yeah, that was, that was it. We did go by the, the Yankee Stadium, though. That was kind of neat to see. But yeah. So after graduating college, did you take a break from volleyball or were you still in the sport? I did. I, I kind of played some after college, you know, for my friends and I, we'd play in some leagues, we'd play in the wintertime, and, and, and we did stuff like that. So I didn't coach or do anything after that for quite a few years. Um, and then I came out here and kind of got into coaching a little bit and had kids and uh, started coaching a little bit, had some kids, and then came out here and we coached some more. So that's, yeah. While you we were at uh, college, did you ever think to yourself, like, coaching that might may be something I'd want to do 
or was that out of the question? Yeah, I mean, I was a student assistant on the girls' team also. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed beating at practice, uh, but I didn't know if I would ever coach, you know. It's like a, it's a God thing, and, and I look back at now, you know, it was a thing that God says, hey, here, here's, here's, some, here's a talent for you. Maybe someday later you can use this talent. And I, at the time, you're just like, what am I doing here? You know, I want to go work or whatever. But, you know, you just don't know how things are going to work out later in life and things happen that get you where you need to be. So, yeah. Do you plan on being like the Mark Applegate of South Curve Volleyball? <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I, I joked with Mark and I was like, man, now you have the you have the record for basketball. I said, now you can come uh, coach volleyball and try to break the record in two sports. He says, no, I don't think so. So it's it's amazing what he has he's done. And man, I've been doing it for four or five years and it's a lot of years of doing it. And it's it's pretty cool to play on Mark Applegate court, you know, and it's yeah. just the history of South Gray and we got to play volleyball on that. So it's, it's neat. Has this been your favorite year of coaching so far? Um, I'm not sure it's our favorite. I, I enjoy every year. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's a challenge. You know, every year is a challenge. This year is a challenge. We have challenges. Um, you know, it's, it's just an easy group of girls to coach because there's no drama. We don't have anybody worrying about who's getting the most sets. We don't have parents calling and saying, Sally should be playing, you know. We just go and play volleyball. I call a timeout. I don't have to worry about who's not getting along on the court. We just make adjustments. You know, that's, that's what's fun to me. This group for the last four years have, has done that, you know. So it makes it easy, you know. You can concentrate on your opponent, not about – you know your teammates so it's like I said there's it doesn't happen very often and like I said this is a special group and uh, if you haven't you know watched them play it, they're just they're just out there having fun whatever happens happens the sun will come up tomorrow and that's just kind of the way we, we we roll on the volleyball team that that always seems like it's the fundamental point of every championship caliber team it's like when you look at the boys play basketball it's a sink they're all a great group of friends that are all playing basketball together. Same thing when you look at our volleyball team. They just look like they're all having a lot of fun out there. Yeah. Well, that's – so I, I had a, a a class in college, and it says, what is your coaching philosophy? And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I've never coached. But, you know, what I've learned is – so I came up with this. Athletes perform best when they're relaxed and full of confidence. So that's why the music's playing in the gym. People think it's a – you know, at practice, you know, people come in and like, these, these people are just messing around, but it's not, I don't want them to be relaxed. I'm training them, training their brain to just be, be relaxed, have fun, and, and let's go. I want them to play like that, too. I don't want them to be, get nervous and, and uh, kind of lose their focus because they're worried about making a mistake. It's just, just the mindset is huge, you know, yeah. in any sport. What are some of your favorite and least favorite things about uh, coaching Kaylee, who's obviously a starter, and then Eli and Isaac, who are always at the practice and games, being managers and stuff. Oh, it's 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 fun uh, to have to to be there to coach, but yet sometimes I just want to be a parent. The other day at the league championship, I just wanted to walk up in the stands and sit up in the stands, and just experience what it's like to be a parent instead of a coach. She gets a lot of feedback <laughs> from me, and uh, it's the boys. I don't, I don't even notice that they're there, but every time you take a picture, Eli's standing right next to me. You know, he's just listening. He doesn't say anything, but, you know, Isaac's there too at practice. They're actually pretty good little ball players, so they'll scrimmage against the girls and just give them a different look, and uh, so that's neat to have them there. And um, So, yeah, I mean, that's fun, but there's times I just want to be a parent and not worry about who's in the game and just sit back and watch, And and uh, but that's just – 
part of the deal i'm a coach so are eli and isaac looking forward or are they are they trying to get to play college volleyball like you or are they going down a different you know they could actually play there's a club that are actually asking him to play and there's like man i got basketball i don't want to but oh, yeah. yeah so there's a club out of manhattan that has asked them to play and that you know last year they actually went and played with him for a little bit and it's just it's pretty far to go kaylee will be playing club again this summer or this winter so um we'll see what happens next year but i, I don't know what their plans are and i'm not going to force it on them if, that, if that's not something they want to do then yeah. that's that's okay so i'm sure eli and isaac have done a little bit of like growing up since you first started coaching are there moments where you're like dang eli when have you been able to jump this high or oh yeah hit the ball like that they used to just kind of come in and just serve you know their little kids jump serving at like seven years old i don't know but you know they've been playing volleyball so my my thing is can you raise kids um they used to play with a beach ball i had a badminton net we lived in a not a very nice house in Kingsdown, Kansas. And we had lines on our tile floor. It was an old house, old farmhouse. And they would just sit there and play with a beach ball. And they learned the motion, the, the muscle memory of how to pass a ball, how to set and hit. And my thought is, can they grow into this as they get older? And, and they have. So it's neat now that they're athletic enough, they can, they can play with these girls and man, they can, they can challenge them and finally you know they can block them before this barely they could but now this year they're really they're really there and isaac's only in eighth grade and he's challenging these seniors so it's 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 great for the girls to have to play against them and eli's a really good player too so just a different look for them so yeah they've grown up and every year they're going to get better they've got a couple years left so all right um before coming on to the podcast today you were at the farm um, how was how was the transition from being a math teacher to just working on the farm been? You know, it, it's it's kind of hectic at times. I'm always looking at my uh, watch to see what time do I have to leave to get to practice or games and anything like that. And and so it's different. It gives me a lot, you know, time to sit out on a, on a combine and uh, just think about what I want to do or what I want do, don't want to do. Like maybe we should try this or that. So it's different that way. Um, but it's a little more hectic trying to get to games and stop what you're doing because when you're out farming, it's not always like we stop at this time. Yeah. It's like something broke down. Now I got to find out how am I going to get here there. So it's definitely a different challenge. What is your favorite thing about farming in Southwest Kansas? Favorite thing? I I just enjoy it. It's in my blood. I grew up on a dairy farm, so I just enjoy farming. And most people don't. They think it's a lot of uh, maybe long hours, but I kind of enjoy it. It's just something that's you know you know no matter what you do is what i told the kids in junior high no matter what you do there's gonna be things you like about it and things you don't like about it so you know i just enjoy spending time out there just thinking about stuff and and that's probably my favorite thing to do but you know it rains you don't have to work and you know you're going to put your long hours in and then other times you don't have to so it's it's just a flexible schedule Yep, I can come in and talk to you guys. And <laughs> yeah. I got to get out there and get in the combine again, but sometime. But yeah, so so our final question for today is: Who do you think will win the NCAA championship for volleyball? Wow, and this is this is all of college with the transfer portal. You have a team that is just awesome. Whether it's basketball, football, volleyball, whatever it is, and. Man, I, I don't know. Nebraska's doing really good this year. I don't think they've lost. Wisconsin, and I'm a Big Ten fan because I like Penn State, and that's what we travel around and try to watch uh, all these games. But, um, man, 
I'm thinking Wisconsin might win it, but man, it's it's just a toss up. It's just like anything else. You might have a great season, but you've got to be playing well at the end of the season. So uh, maybe Wisconsin. All right. I, well, I remember back in your math class, instead of doing March Madness for basketball, we always did the bracket for volleyball. Yeah. Um, that question just unlocked that memory. So yeah, every, <laughs> that was a lot of fun. You know, in basketball, you always know like, oh, there's Duke, there's North Carolina, they're going to be good, and then they give them the volleyball one. <laughs> like, whoa, uh, uh, you know. Stanford. <laughs> yeah, and then some of the teams like with the smaller, you know, lower division, like you guys didn't know that, but they're like from a smaller division. They had a good record, but they're not going to beat Stanford, even though they have you know better record. So it was it was just a fun fun just to see what you thought and just get out of your comfort zone a little bit it was fun yep all right i think that's all the questions we yeah. have for you um man one great season so far um good luck tonight um so yeah, yeah. thank you thank you for coming on thank yeah. you for coming on yep we'll need every bit of luck we can get so we'll just see what happens all, all right. right thanks for having yep. me our next guest on the podcast is one of South Gray's famous football players, Damian Lowen. Uh, so we'll first start off this interview with you talking about your injury. You got basically a boxing glove on your hand right now. Hopefully you're not using it as a boxing glove though. I don't think that was. Yeah, no, doctor would not be too happy. Not, yeah, it looks like that, uh, like that pre-wrap that you get. Um, no, what it is is I tore it, I tore my thumb, tore that ligament in there, and then had to get a big old surgery, had to go in there, reconstruct the whole thing. How exactly did they reconstruct? Did they have to take ligaments out of your, for your arm? So yeah, like he opened it up and he's like, yeah, it's too bad. So, and he t uh, took a ligament out of my wrist or something. He's like, you got an extra piece in there so we can take it from there. And then he put some rods in my thumb and basically tacked it all down. Oh yeah. I heard stories of you being able to take your thumb and bend it all the way back to your, like your forearm. Well, that's is, what is the, that true? Not, not quite that much. It did have extra range of motion, but the doctor was saying, with this tear, I could take your thumb, bend it back, and touch your arm with it. Oh, wow. And I was mm. like, oh, that's, yeah, that's bad. So what is, what is the recovery looking like? Are you in a cast? Are you in this splint or whatever for a certain amount of time, then a hard cast? Well, this splint's only on for about a, another week, and then I get the hard cast. And they're expecting a long recovery. I'm feeling pretty good in this already, so I, I don't think it'll be too long. Oh, yeah. Still in those pain meds, though, so we'll have to. No, 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 no. I've been off the pain meds. Hang on today. <laughs> All right. Do you think you'll ever gain 100% mobility back in your, in your thumb? I think so. A doctor doesn't think so, but you know, it's, it's feeling pretty mobile in, like, in here already. Like in this cast, I can move it, put pressure on it. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. All right. Let's let's shift more to football. How long have you been playing football for? I've been playing football basically all my life. I missed a couple of years junior high because not going to South Gray. But yeah, rec football, flag football with uh, Connor. You know, I've been playing with you forever. Back, Back on the Rebel Dogs. Oh yeah, good old Rebel Dogs. <laughs> yeah. What position did you play for the Rebel Dogs? Oh, I'm not even sure. It was. It's probably some wide receiver, running back combination. You know, we didn't really have positions back then. Yeah. Um, go, it was go, just go. the fastest kid <laughs> was the running back. Kid who can throw yep. 20 yards as a quarterback. Well, we didn't even do much throwing back then. I don't know why. Like, we probably could have. We had, we had Zach back then. Um, who was our other quarterback? 
I had a kid from Ingalls, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we, yeah, we could have. But, yeah, and I was just give it to someone, let them run. We had some, we had some pretty big kids back then. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, so we could block, actually. What positions do you play or did you play this <clears throat> last year in football? Sophomore year or this year, you mean? This last year. Like, Junior before year. you got injured. Oh, before I, right, before I got injured, I was playing running back, surprisingly, which I thought I was going to be playing tight end this year. But now, Coach, Coach, like, you're running back this year. Um, and then on defense, he got me all over the place. He had me at uh, the end to start. Um, and then he moved me to corner now. So that's what I was before I got injured. I think sophomore, you played a couple other positions on defense. What has been your favorite? I'd say probably on defense, probably linebacker because it's, it's a physical, physical position. Um, you get a read, read where the ball's going, just chase the ball. So lots of tackles, lots of hits. That's what I like to play. Yep. With you having a pivotal role on that offense, with you being running back, and then you're all over the place in defense, uh, what has been one of your favorite games under one of those positions? Defensive-wise, it's got to be that Elkhart game last year. I don't know if anyone came to that game. Not a lot, but it was that, cold. It was it, cold. No, it was a cold game. It was a chippy game. But that game, I had some pretty big sacks right before – one right before the half for, like, 15-yard loss or something. And they recorded me for 10 total sacks that game, which is insane That's for high school good. football. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then on offensively – what has been your favorite game? Offensively, definitely the homecoming Spearville game where I rushed for, it's probably over 150 yards and had, uh, I had one big rushing touchdown for Couple big carries, 61 yards. Yeah, just, just running over people basically. <laughs> Is that your favorite part about football, just running over people? Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, and in practice, the guys are telling me like, you know, just juke them out. You don't have to run them over all the time. Well, Dame's the guy that always just goes for the, the, the punch in the face stiff arm. Like, yeah, no, well, and I, I get it in the game too, though. Like that stiff arm, it works. It does work. Yep. And then with you being a football player, a massive part of football is weightlifting. Oh, for sure. Um, you've been a gym rat for what, two, two or three years now? About, I think it's about three years, yeah, something like that. Why did you start getting into lifting? It was a lot for uh, football and athletics. Like I used to be a scrawny kid, and these guys both know it. Like it was, I was tiny. Back sophomore year, we had a weights <laughs> class together, and I think we were all very similar, uh, very similar build actually. So that's just crazy to see how much mus muscle you've gained. That was at the time that Dame, you were benching twenty five for reps. Probably, probably, I think you probably got up to one plate for your max. Oh yeah, I was probably it, no. It was, it was 135, 145, but oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, something around there. And I remember Dame telling me, he was like, I promise you, when I graduate, I'm going to be benching two plates. Like, super pressed about it because we just kept oh, making yeah. fun of him. Yeah, he no, was, no, I got, I got narc for that he so was, many times. He was just super serious about his weightlifting and then transitioned two years later. What, you benched 240 now? 245 as of this summer, so. And it's been a crazy progression. It oh, yeah. if, if you ask anyone, it's I've I look way different from freshman year or even sophomore year to this year. It's, yeah, now your hair is all grown out. It's all slicked back. You look like a yep. movie star sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get I get about the hair a lot. 
yeah. and not being so skinny. Connor's got a lot of pictures on that. Yeah. <laughs> I do, just like random like uh, track pictures. It was, it yeah. just looked like a complete. He'll send me person. like one year ago today, and it's me like 140 pounds, skin and bones. <laughs> so, what was your workout split to gain over 100 pounds on bench? <clears throat> And, I, and I'm assuming some of your other core lifts have gained a ton of weight, too. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. My squat went up probably 150 pounds at least. But yeah. workout split, so a lot of chest. Um, now, we, we switched it up. It was uh, me, Zach, and Casey, a lot of it. But I'd say it's probably uh, like chest, chest and triceps or something. Um I think we just did chest and shoulders, actually. And then we did a arms day, a legs day. Usually not legs, though. <laughs> skip legs. <laughs> yeah, we, we would skip legs a couple of times, throwing chest if we were feeling it. Yeah. It did end up being a lot of go to the gym, try for a bench PR, either hit one you didn't. Um, based on that, that's how your lift would go if you would stay there for a long time or be there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you, Zach, and Casey have all progressed. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a fun time with them. We just help each other grow in the gym, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of bodybuilder personas on the internet. Which would you say is your favorite? Probably. Well, not as much known, but his name's Sam Sulek. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, don't know, I like his lifting style, like, and how he trains. I'm not, and I, so yeah, I like Sebum, all of them, but I'd say either him or, um, I don't know if you guys know him, but Max Taylor, he has a more like original, like 90s style lifting. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, the, like the OG kind of lifts and the, the workout split and style. The funny thing about Dame is if he's not working on schoolwork, you go to his computer and he's watching workout videos on YouTube. Yeah, no, it's, it's. <laughs> It's uh, all dudes on my <laughs> on my screen. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dame. What would you You're say? Character. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say your favorite high school memory is so far? It's hard to pick. Um, also hard to keep it. Uh, um, yeah, something. I said we cannot make this explicit, dude. Yeah, no. Um, I'd say probably freshman year. Connor will remember this. Um, it was a home game. And someone from the other team came run to the sideline and tumbled into Coach, Coach Blattner. <laughs> I remember and, that. And he looks over at us and he's like, and someone asked him if he was okay. And he's like, it's a long way from the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Blattner said that on the, or on the, on the football field. Uh -huh. I I he, he added some words to it, but yeah, you get the point. Oh, yeah. That's funny. And so now whenever someone gets an injury, it's always, it's a long way from the heart. Coach always has the funniest one-liners. Oh, yeah. He'll he'll say it's a long way from the heart, even if it's your chest hurting. Yeah, so really, no, yeah. really, it just it's, means it's anything, really. Yeah. What are some of your plans after graduating high school? Oh, after graduating, I'm not 100 percent sure yet, but it's looking like I don't know, college probably, maybe keep it in state, Wichita probably for. Oh, yeah. Is that where your sister's going right now? No, my <clears> sister <throat> doesn't go to college actually. She's keeping it local, working at uh, Bethel Home, actually. So, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. No, I'm thinking about like, going for, like, robotics or engineering or something. Oh, wow. Along that lines, yeah. 
So what, what would that transition to? Like, what do you want to, what job would you later have? See, that's the thing. Like, I, I'm not even sure yet. Like, I know there's a lot of jobs around here that like, like Max Chance, they have a bunch of like engineering stuff that they're working on, like new cattle pins and whatnot. Um, and even in Garden City, they have that, uh, that packing plant takes a lot of robotics in there. So maybe even something like that. So something with ag and robotics put together. Well, possibly. I I don't know. Like, but around here, it, it involves a lot of ag. Well, a lot of ag takes mechanics, um, engineering kind of stuff. So that's what I was thinking. Maybe oh, yeah. keep it local. Who did you work for this summer? Uh, summer. His name's Benny Dirksen. He's the gutter guy. Um, I don't know. Not a lot of people know about him. I guess, but we do a couple jobs here in town. But mostly in Dodge Garden, whatever. My hang gutters basically is all we do or that some siding like you know the new walk-ons restaurant and garden it's um, everyone's like favorite place no oh, the, the bar and grill the new one nope not never my, heard of it not my favorite place it's a um it's a louisiana style grill it's like old chicago kind of oh. oh um it's by target i think oh yeah the new uh, anyway we did some siding on there so that kind of shows you what kind of work we do i guess do you like your job? Oh yeah, no, it's it's a fun job. It's I don't know, it pays pretty good. Um everything else, everything about it's good. Like the I like my boss, both of them. Work environment's great, so I'm assuming the heat is your least favorite part of the job. What would you say is your most favorite? Most favorite? Oh, it's gotta be so Fridays. We get um, company paid lunch. <laughs> so you'll learn about me. I love my food. So Fridays are the best day. Free food. Yeah, is it bulking season for you right now? Oh, it is. It is 24-7 bulking season. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll wrap this interview up with one more question. Are you finally going to start hitting legs <laughs> since you cannot lift with your guide arm? Oh, it's looking like I'm going to have to. Yeah. Um, Hey, I do hit legs. I do hit my fair share. I got a pretty good uh, deadlift, pretty good squat. So, Or are we just going to see you in the weight room repping out dumbbells just with your left hand? <laughs> no, because I don't want to like uh, have that lopsided physique. No, that that's really, I don't know, it would it'd mess with my head. I'd be like really conscious about it. Are you okay. sure you hit weight or legs though? Because every football player I hear, I was like, oh, I hit with legs in practice. I don't need to hit legs. Uh, well, during football, I didn't really, I didn't hit legs at all, actually. Well, I mean, Casey would go in and hit legs a couple of times, but it wouldn't be much. But no, I mean, during offseason, I'll hit legs because right. got to work up that, uh, that running back legs. Yep. Yeah, you do. Got to be back better than ever for next year. Oh, yeah. No, you'll see me hopefully in the rec center if, if that works out. But, uh, Maybe squatting, Smith Machine, yep. hack squat, you know, all of it. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to class. Thanks for taking the time and coming on, Damon. Class. Thank I mean, he's going to get back and watching his YouTube workout videos. I, right I think I was watching some, <laughs> some workout videos, yeah. All right. Thank all you right, for coming thank on. Oh, thank you, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 4. As fall sports are nearing the end, the volleyball team has senior night tonight as they look forward to extending their unbeaten record. Cross Country has league this Thursday at Mead, and then to finish off the week, there is senior night for the football players Friday. After the ceremony, the football boys hope to get a win over Elkhart. I think we can go ahead and 
in this episode. It's a great day to be a rebel.